when I was diagnosed with cancer in 2007 and I wasn't a woe was me, woe was me, it was just kind of like trying to figure out why has this been placed in my path, what am I supposed to do with this? And it was Mama who said, make your mess your message. Hi, I'm Sean T and welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm so excited that you showed up to listen today because today we have such a special guest with us. And beyond that, before I share who that special guest will be, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We are constantly trying to make things better for you in terms of the content, the feeling, the energy, and the message. As you all know, my message is to help you trust and believe in who you are. And the guests we have on the show, while they might be from different areas of life, be it TV, education, entrepreneurship, fitness, health, sports, everyone out there, including you, has a story. And those stories are to really help us all trust and believe in who we are. And if, for some reason, you are going through something in your life, hopefully you will be able to take away something great from these stories, from people's struggles, and how they really fought their way to be the best that they can be. Make sure you show up every week. Take notes. Really, I want you to take notes and jot down those things that really help you push forward and that resonate with you. So sit back, relax, because today we have the great Robin Roberts. About 12 years ago, I was watching Good Morning America and Robin Roberts had India Irie on as a guest. And that segment, not only did it change my life, but it made me have such a profound amount of respect for Robin Roberts to the point where I followed her from that point forward through her ups, through her downs. And what's really great is we reached out to her and she was willing to sit down with me to share her story, her story of family, faith, struggle, and how to continue to push people forward in this life. You are in for such a treat. This is one of my favorite interviews I've ever done, and I know you are gonna get so much from it. So sit back, relax, and always trust and believe in who you are. Somebody say hey, yeah. no, no. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Robin. How are you? I'm great. That's wonderful. It's good to see you. It's so good to see you too. Thank you. I was so excited to come today to meet you. I mean, I've met you before, but I think today is a little overwhelming for me just because we have so many similarities in our life and our stories in terms of struggle and happiness and our connection with our family and spirituality. So I'm super excited to be able to sit down and talk to you today. Uh, it is a privilege because I feel the same way. That's why I've had you on our program, Good Morning America, especially that one year to get me motivated because we all need that mo- oh, yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> we already got it everybody <laughs> but I, I, I love what you're wearing here and we are kindred spirits yes yes let's get to it so you have a ritual that you do every morning before you go live 
I blow two kisses, mm -hmm. one to my mother, one to my father. Right before I come in the studio, I go, love you, mama, love you, daddy. Just like that. Because they are, when people ask me, like, Robin, how have you been able to do as well as you have done in life? And I tell them the secrets of my success is being the daughter of Lawrence and Lucy Marion Roberts. Yeah, they it. were the first in their families to go to college. My father was a Tuskegee Airman, first black flying Air Corps in the military. They met at Howard University. My mother went on to be on the State Board of Education, serving on several state, local, and national boards for education and leadership. And they just instilled a belief in all four of their children. I'm the baby. <laughs> I Does know. Does it show? Does it show? <laughs> We're, we're, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I benefited from my older siblings. I benefited from my mother and father, and I'm just really grateful that you know I I, I pay tribute to them every morning before I walk into that studio because I know it's because of them that I'm here. It's it's exciting to hear uh, from someone who I admire so much because before I shoot my workout videos, I pray and I pray to my grandfather. And my grandmother is, was the first lady of the church because my grandfather was a pastor. So I prayed to my grandfather and I'm like, my mom, I know you're right there. So when I read that in your book, I was so, it was just so incredible because I know that feeling of being able to receive from someone that motivated us so much. Absolutely. When you think of those that have gone before us in our families mm -hmm. and when I am struggling and thinking that things are just too overwhelming, I think of my ancestors what they went through? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And so I'm going to complain. I'm going to moan and groan. No, I'm going to get up. Yes. But we are very grateful. We are very, very blessed to have had that kind of strong foundation. And I we do love it. it. And with my glam fam, we pray before we leave the dressing room. And it's something that I have shared. And I got to tell you, I was really reluctant many years ago when I was asked my morning ritual. This is before I was an anchor at mm. Good Morning America, I was a correspondent. And I said, well, okay, I say the prayer of protection every morning at my home before I leave the house. And so they filmed it, and I thought, they're never going to show this. It's going it's to be on the cutting room floor right, because right. you don't show you know, faith and religion. And the producers, they did put it in the piece. And I was told up until like last year, this was many, many years ago, the, the number of requests from the audience wanting a copy of that prayer. And that, told, that showed executives here, oh my gosh, there is this, this thirst out there. People do. We can't. We shouldn't shy away 
from speaking about our, our faith. Absolutely. Speaking of faith and your connection, you mentioned you called the Glam Squad. Yeah, the Glam Fam. So Glam Fam, Glam Fam. I like that better than Squad. The Glam Fam. So I talk, I talk a lot about, and even in my book, I talk about you're the average of the five closest people to to you. Um, even with Team Shanti, you know the people who work with me every day. Can you talk about the importance of, you know, having people around you and how they uplift you? You uplift them. It is crucial to have the right people around you and they may change from time to time because we go through different seasons. I'm very grateful when I talk about my glam fam and yes, it's Elena, Petula, DeAndre, Nicole, Jade, they all have specific roles that they do, but they feed my soul. They're good people. You know, they're good at what they do, but they're they're good to me and they're good to our uh, the staff it's just it's just having that kind of circle around you in the same way with my my, my besties you know my roads you know yes, we, the, yes. the, you know we uh, goes back to high school I had we called ourselves the true blues mm. it was Luella and Cheryl and Robin we were the true blues and so in different seasons of my life I've had these core group of people around me because they are our chosen family we are very grateful, Shanti and myself. We're, yes. we're, we're, we're blessed that we have, we have good family. There are some people who don't have that benefit. And I tell them, you don't have to be blood to be a family. And it is just the ones that are going to lift you up and not tear you down. Why would you be with anyone that's not going to see the good in you, that's not going to lift you up, that's not going to be real with you? But how many times you see something, uh, somebody, a celebrity, and they're just acting a fool, and you wonder, like, where are their friends? Like, who is it, who who are, who's around who's you? Who's around you? Who's allowing you to go out and do that? And, and thankfully, I don't have to concern myself with that. Yeah, I think a lot of times what happens is, especially as a celebrity or someone who may be the boss or whatever, people are afraid to speak up. But I think as I think it's important for everyone, regardless whether you're in just a group where you're the leader to be able to allow people to open up and share their emotions, share their heart, and share their feelings because that makes, it makes more synergy in the group, so. Yeah, to share like that. Yeah. One of the things I'm, I'm really talking a lot about with my fit fam is what I like to call Ooh. it, my fit fam, is waking up every day and learning how to give to yourself first before you give to everyone else. Because we wake up and the first thing we think is, I got to pay the bills, I got to walk the dog, I got to take out the trash, I got to have to go make money for someone else. What is your morning ritual in terms of giving back to yourself every single day? Meditation. Uh, the first thing I do, the first thing I do when I wake, my alarm goes off at 3.15 a.m. Mm. By 3.30, I am meditating. I meditate from 3.30 to 4. I use that half-hour block to meditate. My um, daily devotional, Streams in the Desert, so a devotional that's been in our family for, for generations. And it's something my grandma used to call quiet time. Mm. I just, before all the noise, and you've been around here, you know yes, how yes, it gets yes. here. I just have to have, to start my day, just silence. And there's a mantra that I say to myself, you gotta change the way you think in order to change the way you feel. You have to change the way you think in order to change the way you feel. Because sometimes you can wake up and there might have been something from the day before or you're thinking about what you got going on that day and and it just can become overwhelming. And then it's like, but I'm, you gotta change the way you think and it'll change the way you feel. And so that's really something that is kind of, uh, been invaluable 
to me in the morning just to kind of doesn't guarantee it's going right. to be a good day but it guarantees that I'm going to give myself a, a the ability to have that good day. I think it was your mother who said turn your mess into a message. Make your mess your message. Make your mess your Make message. Make your mess your message. Yes. I think that's incredible. Was that one of the most profound lessons you learned in life from someone that was older than you, or is there more? Oh, there's more. But my, my, my mama said, make your mess your message. And it goes down back to, like, when I was a little kid, and I'd be outside, and I'd come home, Mommy, Mommy, so-and-so did this. And she'd go, oh, honey, everybody's got something. And then it turned into, you know, one of those things, like, really, come on now. And then when I was diagnosed with cancer in 2007, and I wasn't a woe was me, woe was me. It was just kind of like trying to figure out why this has been placed in my path. What am I supposed to do with this? And it was mama who said, you've got good health care. You've got a great job. You've got great support. There are people who don't have those resources. Be their voice. Make your mess your message. Get the message out about early detection, uh, those kind of things. And so when I, I heard that, it just made sense into not just the cancer challenge but mm -hmm. in, in others another thing that mom taught me and really has helped me especially when I was more open with my sexuality and I was I was concerned because of my faith that people would think you know throw the Bible at me oh, and those yeah. kind of things and my and my family had known for since the beginning of time and they were concerned how do I say this my mother as a parent, you never want your child to be hurt. You never want the public, you never want others, even though you know you're being loved at home. Mm -hmm. A parent can't stand when their child is, is taken down. Is in down. pain. Is yeah. in pain. Thank you, Sean. And so she said something to me. She said, God loves you because of who he is, not because of anything you did or didn't do. Hmm. And then when I thought, it's like, you know, I'm good. Just right. And and that would really that really helped because you you as you're always I don't care who you are you're always questioning yourself and do am I doing the right thing and how would this be seen and when she said he loves you because of who he is not because of anything you do or don't do that in addition to the make your mess your message has really really given me a great foundation. You you have everybody's got something. And in my in my book, one of my truth. What's your something? I'll tell you in a second. But I want to tell. I want to. I want to add this. See, it's a reporter, man. <laughs> Come on, I like it. I like it. You can turn it on me. I'll tell you. But in my book, I talk about everyone's in the closet about something. You know, I say everyone's in a closet about something. We walk around in my sexuality having to come out at 21. Uh -huh. And my something was, and I'll tell you what my something okay. is today. But my something was, I was molested by my stepfather for four years from the age I was eight to the, to the time of 12. So when I moved to my grandparents' house, the first night that I was there, I broke out into this just screaming cry. This like, this, it's almost like exuberant relief that I had found a plan to get out of that toxic environment. And for me, that was me being born again. You know, we talk about being born again. I never really understood what it meant until that day. And then in addition to that, not until seven years later, yeah, seven years later when I was 21, <clears throat> and I came out to my mom, mm -hmm. that same night I had to come out about the molestation. So this, this big secret Ooh. I was hiding. So then what's my something? Just recently, two years ago having kids, my anxiety shot through the roof. You know, I walk mm -hmm. around, I'm like this strong guy, I motivate people and inspire people. And I didn't realize how my hypochondria, my health anxiety was just 
it like skyrocketed. So that's my something. That's what I'm wow. coming out about right. right now. I'm working through. So how am I guess my question is, you just turned that on me. I'm oh, like, whoa. Thank you for that. Thank <laughs> yes, you. of course. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm thank really you so proud much. Of you. That means a lot to yeah, me. Thank it's you. Not, it's not easy to share. People feel they don't realize, even though we're in the public's eye, it's difficult to share something. And people feel that vulnerability is a weakness, it's a strength. I truly believe that. And so when you're asking, like, why don't more people share? Mm -hmm. Why don't more people share their something? Because everybody's got something. When I speak to a group of cancer, I call them thrivers, and I don't like using yes. survivors, cancer thrivers. And I'll say, um, it'd be a conference or something, I'll say, people who have gone through it, fellow thrivers, please stand up. Stand up so we can see in solidarity. Mm -hmm. And you sit down. I said, you know, there's some others who in this room who've gone through cancer and they didn't stand up. It's okay. Just because we want to share and they don't want to share, it doesn't make, there's no right or wrong. But I hope that we can show them that by sharing, by making your mess, your message, the, what you just shared, what I have gone through, that is not the tragedy. That's not it. It's if we don't take the time to understand why was this place in my path? Mm. Why did this happen to me? What am I supposed to learn from it? How is it supposed to make me better? And more importantly, what can I now share with others who may have been molested, who may have gone through cancer, who are challenged with coming out about their sexuality, all those things. And I don't judge people who don't want to share, but I want to show them that vulnerability is a strength. It is not a weakness. I want to talk to my team. Isn't this, this is the perfect synergy? Like, you know, you go through life and even as a professional and a motivational speaker and I give keynotes, I always wonder, I just gave a keynote on um, global, global inclusion, just like being at work, a diversity inclusion and, and showing up to work as your whole self. Oh, wow. And even after the keynote, you, I call it the book line and people come up and they take photos. Right, right. That's when the real keynote begins. Because once, you, because once you share your, once you share your bravery to people, I get the chills. <laughs> once you share your bravery to people, like being up there on stage, I'm like, this is fine. But people come, so many people told me they're, what they're really in the closet about. And so being able to speak to that, how do you motivate people? And you kind of just talked about it, but not to the masses, but just individually on their own to, you know, embrace your something and I want to tell you just because I think you might be interested for me when I came out it was I sat I was 16 years old I sat on the edge of my bed and I was breathing and I was just like you have to do this you have to do this and you would think that my first coming out was to a parent but it was really me walking to the bathroom standing in front of the mirror and being like you're gay ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. You're gay. 
And I learned that from my college coach who said, visualize what it is that you want. So for me, from 16 to 21, I was visualizing this moment and accepting myself. And so that's how I do it. But how do you tell people to, like, to accept themselves first in order to, because you know, some of those people in your cancer thrivers, mm -hmm. you know, they don't stand up. I think because maybe they need to accept what it is first, but what are, you, what are your thoughts? Oh my gosh, that is so, that's, that is beautiful that you did that. Oh, thank that you. That you, that you, I, I never thought about doing it like that. I think we all, when we're faced with something, we don't literally face ourselves. That, I got, I, I, I just kind of just absorb what you oh, just said absolutely. for a because I, I, I'm going to use that and let people know that that's, that's a tool. Because this is what I, I, I always want to be able to supply people when I am in my book line and people are coming up and they're sharing their something, something they didn't want to share to the group and the masses. And I just look at them and I tell you, they'll tell them, you are stronger than you think you are. We all are. We all, did I feel that after losing my mother and father, who I used to like worry about how I was going to handle it when they left. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's um, good. And to be as strong as I am in their absence on Earth, they're still here, but their their earthly presence, mm -hmm. and to have gone through cancer not once and or twice, um, to to say that I would have gotten, um, I never thought that I would be as strong as I am, and I look at people and say, you don't know but you have that same same strength within you. And uh, they're, they're trying to give me some tissue. Some we, tissue. we have a little nap giving us something. I want to make sure we have See, something for I'm you. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm strong! I'm strong, these I'm strong. Oh, oh he's, no. he's better than Oprah. <laughs> oh, everybody, getting me crying. These lashes got to last me. It's still, it's still early. Oh, it's still okay. early. <laughs> but the glam fam is on, on deck, right? <laughs> the glam fam is on deck. Oh. It's like, you know, we are, we are all stronger. So that's what I say to people. I was like, look, you've got it within you. I, I wish that I had found that strength and had been taught to me in a different way. That's the way it was chosen for me to find my strength, to go through the challenges that I have. My mother had this great poem about pleasure and about sorrow and about how people go through these, these difficult times and you try and understand uh, why, but you learn so much about it. I walked a mile with pleasure. Mm. She chattered all the way. Can you imagine you walking with pleasure? Pleasure's like, where, this, where are you out? Just chatter, chatter. <laughs> so I walked a mile with pleasure, she chattered all the way. But I was none the wiser for all she had mm. to say. Mm. Shanti, I walked a mile with sorrow, and ne'er a word said she. But oh, the things I've learned from her, when sorrow walked with me. Okay? So we are... I don't want sorrow. I don't want to be fearful. But I learn so much about myself when I am. Much more so than in the good times. And when I say that, of course I want good times all the time. But just to know that when you're faced with fear, and by the way, we're... I'm afraid, he's afraid, everybody in this room is afraid, so who are, you know, so don't think that um, you gotta wait until you're not fearful to actually do Take what it action. is you Take action, yeah. 
you're going to be waiting a long time. You're going to be on the sideline a long time. So come on and join us. Mm. Join us. And I, um, I'm so grateful that I, because I remember because we're athletic. I remember oh, playing yeah. sports. I remember my knees come sometimes now, you know, rattling. Were you in a free throw game, line? Yeah, games <laughs> on the line. You know, people that you know, I, that's okay. And you know, some shots I made, some shots I didn't, but I took the shot. Mm. So, I want to tell you about the time that I connected to you on such a high level. And I want to give you a little backstory so you understand. So I went to college to be for radio, TV, film. I wanted to be on TV like you and Anderson Cooper. It was like wow. my dream to, you know. And But I gained weight, lost the weight by exercising, dancing, teaching. And so full circle moment, every time I come on Good Morning America or, or shows or whatever, even doing this now is like a dream to me because it's, it's part of my journey. But... I tell you, I think it was 2008, <clears throat> you interviewed India Ari. Oh. That interview, not only does it stick with me to this day, but at my transformation center, and I believe I'm correct in, in the song that she wrote, Life is a Journey, Not a Destination. There are no, no mistakes, mistakes, just chances just you've taken. Lay down your regrets. Because all we have is now. now. How do you know those words? Okay. Beautiful day. So you introduced me to India Ari which is my biggest, well, like, I cannot explain to you. When people say, who's your favorite artist? I'm like, India Ari. I cry at my Transformation Center. I play her music, her interludes. And every time I think of her, I think of you. So I was given a, I'm doing a mentorship program, one-on-one -on -one mentorship program with some of my transformers is what I call them. Oh. Not people who are going through a journey, I call them transformers. And one of them was just like spitting out the, the lyrics to me because of you know our transformation journey so i want to know what inspires you to be able to pull out the power in people because it's one thing to pull out the power in people but what inspires you to continue to pull out the power oh my gosh that's that's such a good question because i'm I'm just thinking about that when I when I was sitting down with the NDRE mm. and it was some and what the beauty of it is it was supposed to be something really fun and silly. It was we took uh, on Good Morning America. We took a test to see what would we be doing if we weren't doing what we are doing now. Mm -hmm. And my list came back that I would be a songwriter. I'm like, okay, I'm a songwriter. <laughs> what do you mean? So I'm like, and so we said like, let's find some. Who do you want? And I'm like, um. I, you know, I kind of like NDRE. Didn't really know her at the time. Wow. Can we, can we arrange it? What happened, the depth of that interview that was supposed to be cutesy, like, oh, I'm making a song, which she did put on her, her uh, one of her albums, and we've become very good friends since. And during my um, health uh, journey, she reached out with music that hadn't even been put out yet. Like, she, her music, because she knew it would speak to me like it right. spoke to you. And what inspires me is just that. It's that because I know if I can pull something out that how it changed you, how it um, transformed you hearing that. And so that is my inspiration is to not, and you know, like every time you sit down with somebody, it's not going to, it's not going to be that. But I think because of my dear colleague, Diane Sawyer, mm. who said to me, when you approach an interview, when you approach a story, your hope is that it will cause a reaction that leads to action. That people hearing the story or the interview, oh, they'll react to it, and it'll cause some sort of 
action yes. that, they'll, that they'll take either for themselves or for the movement or for whatever it is. Doesn't happen all the time, but that's what I strive for. Well, in, your songwriting skills made a huge impact on my life. I like those royalties. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there was, song. there was. All goes to charity, by the way. Oh, it was fine. Remember that, everyone. Charity. Yeah. Uh, so what was very interesting around that time as well is I was, that was a time where I was like really embracing my sexuality in the world mm -hmm. of just being in a public eye. I never really hit it per se, but it was around a time that, that happened at that time. And then right after that, I was filming Insanity. And I think that's what I really want you to know when you, and which was my blockbuster hit, which yes. put me on the map. So life is a journey. Not a, there are no mistakes, just chances you've taken. Lay down your regrets because all you have is now. So I went into filming that with that mentality because I would wake up every day, watch you. I saw that interview and then I would motivate people in the morning and it completely changed the course of the way I was able to inspire people. So thank you I'm so much. I'm glad to hear that. That's what, yeah. that led to insanity? That, it led Woo! to, insanity was there, but it led to the message because before it was, yeah, you want to pull out motivation, yeah. but it was, let's get you to work and let's get you to work hard. Uh -huh. But if you hear the testimonials of that, that workout, people say you motivate me. They, like moments when I'm like, you're right there when, I'm, th I'm saying it, yes, you're right there, but they're taking it as you're right there, like never give up, because it was like filtering in my soul. And it's all I because of that. your songwriting skills well, and India Irie, of course. Oh, well, yes, I would go for India <laughs> myself, but it was, it was so, it's one of my favorite interviews. Speaking of songs, I was going to try and wait to the end of our interview, which we're coming to a close anyway, <clears throat> to do this, but there was a part in your book where I literally teared up, and it was... Uh, when your mom started singing, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Oh my gosh! Thank you for singing that with me. Yeah. <clears throat> it's good that they know I'm not Right. Well, you're a songwriter and a singer. We'll just, we'll, you know, we all sing. I tell people, some people say I can't dance. I was like, everybody can dance. You just don't have a beat. You know, like, oh. don't worry about the oh. beat. Um, this podcast is called Trust and Believe. Can you give the listeners and watchers a message on your definition of what trusting and believing in yourself is? Faith, 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 faith in myself, faith in the higher being, faith that I'll figure it out, mm. that I don't have all the answers, I'm not going to get it right all the time, but faith that I'm going to figure it out. I think people need to trust themselves more, and I, I, I do trust me. Good. I do. I actually, I never thought of it like that. Good. But I'm always like, you know, telling people like, you, you know, trust themselves. And I never really, I trust. I trust myself. I trust that I, my intentions are good. Mm. My, I, I, the reason I hesitate is that I know some people will feel like, oh, Robin, you know, your mother and father, they were together for 50 some odd years. They were great people who, and instilling such 
values in, in their four children. I didn't have that. You know, you talk about the upbringing that you had. And I often say to people, yes, I have this long tradition of family values and, and strength, and I'm sorry that you don't, but why don't you start it in your mm. family? There was somebody in my family, it just didn't happen. There was somebody way back, one of my ancestors, who may have been abused or whatnot and said, enough, I'm gonna start right now in living the way I want my family to live. So I say to that person, um, I'm not gonna apologize. I'm gonna be very thankful for my upbringing, but I want people to know that they have it within themselves. And if they don't have the resources and the, the, the blessings that I am grateful for, be the first in their family. Mm. Be that one, be that one that generations from now, they're gonna look back at, at that person and say, um, they started it. So I have faith that I believe in that, that I only don't believe in myself and have faith in myself, but I have faith in, in others. So you can be the beginning. Like yes. how powerful is that? Yes. So I have the tattoos, trust and believe, um, <laughs> because my, just in my life, and I told you a little bit about my story, just, at, when I'm at two o'clock in the morning, when this is all happening, as an eight, nine, 10, 11 year old kid, imagine. you know, you just have to be like, you have to trust and believe, how like trust and believe. How did, you, how did you get through those four years like that? I actually had to make myself think that I was protecting my family by not telling my secret. For me, that's what worked because he was an abusive, alcoholic, mentally, physically. It was just a terrible thing. And I was so afraid that we would be the family on the news where everyone was dead in the house. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's very true. So for me, I had to change my mindset and say, you're actually saving people's lives. Like trust mm -hmm. and believe. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously I would tell children or people who are being abused right. to find someone to go to find protection right away. But that's, that's how I did it. And you know, it really affected me up until I found love with, with my husband, Scott. I mean, I was going to therapy and I tell the story and I cry every time because it was the most profound moment in my life in terms of love. We were together. He is the nicest, most supportive human being you will ever meet. But at two o'clock in the morning, 
kind of in the beginning of our relationship, I would wake up and start a fight with him at 2 a.m. And I was just like, and he was so calm and so patient. And I was just like, and he's, he's trying to help me come out of this, what we call tornado. Mm -hmm. And there's no way out until I went to therapy. Actually, I was going to therapy and I called my therapist one day because I couldn't go to her office. And she said, um, you know, I was like, this is happening at two o'clock in the morning. She was like, so what happened to you at two o'clock in the morning? And that is when it like completely changed my life. So it was, that's when I started to even, I mean, I was 32, but that's the time where I really started to trust myself. Like, I, that's why I was so happy when you said a little bit ago, I trust myself, I trust myself. I remember when I said, I trust myself, like I've found out what it is that was, you know, giving me that barrier. So. Um, but you also, you took the time to, to better yourself, to, to figure it out. I think so many times, individuals and I don't I don't quite understand you have to get to know yourself you know there's nothing that that frustrates me more when a young person especially will come into my office and they may want to do what I'm doing mm. and they're not really sure and so I'll, I'll ask them well what what do you want to do and, and they're not and they say I don't know what do you think I'm like it if you don't, if you don't know you, I just met you ten minutes ago. You've been with yourself all your life. Get quiet with yourself. Mm. Get quiet with yourself. No, and 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 I'm glad that you, especially as a black man, talked about therapy, because in our community that's seen as a weakness. I've yeah. I've gone and had therapy. You, you know grief therapy, uh, other types of what I was going through, my, the loss of my parents and also the loss of my health. And again, that is not a sign of, that's not, that's not being weak. That mm -hmm. is being strong. So I'm just incredibly proud of you. Thank you. For a very long time, I've tried to help people understand this message that I came up with, which is to believe in yourself, you must accept yourself. To accept yourself, you must trust in your power to believe. And so I think this interview really sums up that message because you believe in you i believe in you and i thank you so very much thank for you. making time today hey what's up everyone i know you like to have fun just like i do and for fun around our house we drink dry farm wines we love it simply because number one who doesn't love a wine night or something fun to wind down on a weekend or on a friday and number two this wine is amazing because it's all natural additive free it's lab tested for purity sugar free and it's low alcohol that to me is absolutely amazing. You can go to dryfarmwines.com slash Sean T. Order it and please let me know how you like it because you know what? I love to raise my glass to a nice ending to a great day. Always trust and believe in the wine too.